guys, welcome back to the encounter. Today we have me, yours truly, Danny. Today we have Layla on my right. We have in front of me. We have a bunch of people. Today we have Cat. We have House. We have Shaylee. We have Chris, and we have Seth that's sleeping. It's a Sunday, and we're tired, <laughs> but we're never too tired to come and preach the word of God. Today we're going to speak about um, gluttony, and I think if I'm not wrong, this is about the seven uh, deadly sins. And guys, honestly. Uh, this this I think this is very like quick and, and easy podcast just to make you understand. But you know I, I I've in my whole life I, I've lived my life, um, not understanding what gluttony is, <laughs> and a lot of people actually fall into it and like like are shocked when they find out that they eat out of you know boredom or they eat out of just like oh you know I have nothing else to do so let's eat instead of eat when you're hungry. And when you start eating, just because, just because you're, you know, there's nothing to do, or you, just, you eat just because you know you're bored, there's this thing that happens that uh, that that it becomes a sin because you're no longer you're no longer in need of energy, but you are just completely overfilling a a, a feeling that you have. Of, and some people even eat of, of anxiety, and it's crazy because you know everything like. Like, it's crazy because people say, oh, I feel like there's a hole inside of me. But in reality, that hole is Jesus and you need to put Jesus in there. But that's not what I'm talking about today. And I just want, I just want, to, I want to read Proverbs uh, 23.20. It says, do not live in the excess of drunkenness or gluttony or waste your life away by partying all the time. Because drunkards and gluttons sleep their lives away and end up broke. And honestly, this this verse hits me, this hits, hits me hard because, you know, people that... People that are gluttons or people that eat too much, in reality, in reality, that's not eating is not a sin. What is what is what is a sin is everything that we do in excess. So um, you know what except, you know what I mean. Like uh, I think I think uh, if I can be honest, I think drinking is not incorrect. Like if you you know want to drink wine a little bit, it's not incorrect, but it is incorrect. When is in excess, you know, and a lot of things are like that, you know. For example, I know some people that are, you know, suffering from through uh, through cancer and they're going through hard stuff. Like they use medical marijuana, but when you use it in excess and you smoke it, you start, uh, you know, deteriorating not only your mind but your lungs, and you start going through some things that it's just everything in excess is incorrect and is a sin. Everything. I think if you just, you know, your phone in excess, it becomes a sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, your boyfriend in excess, it becomes a sin. You know what I mean? So uh, everything in excess becomes a sin. And I like, I like what it says here. It says, do not live in excess or of drunkenness or gluttony and waste your life. So that means that if you suffer through gluttony and you are suffering from, you know, having this excess of, of things, which... I, you know, parentheses, I believe that in the United States we fall in this so much mm-hmm. because we do have a lot of it. And and, um, and it says these gluttons and drunkards leap their lives away and they end up broke. And honestly, as if you guys know and if you are young and you work and you have a little bit of money or your dad gives you a little bit of money, you know that the number one thing that drains your bank account is going out and eating. Mm-hmm. And literally, <laughs> and, and now and nowadays, you know, and nowadays, you know, that it's not only that, just Uber Eats is so expensive and it's like ridiculous. Like one or two day meals is like a regular meal, a $25 meal goes into like 50 or $60 easy. And so, so, and then, you know, and after you eat, you know, and you stuff your face, what's the first thing you feel? You yeah. feel sluggish. You feel Food sleepy. Coma. Food coma. 
So have you noticed like this? The Bible speaks about a food coma, and how Uber Eats is going to get really expensive to you. That's going to leave you broke, before it even happened. Yeah. And it's so crazy, right? Because the Bible can be applied today so easily, and that's the first thing that happens. That when you eat too much, what happens? You become unproductive. You just don't want to do anything. And even when you wake up, what's the next thing you want to do? Get the next bite of eat. You know. So so I I think we have to be careful and break this. You know. Uh, uh, break this uh, like like uh, how do you call this this cycle, vicious circle yeah. and this cycle because if you do live through this I think God can save you from it and honestly just gluttony anything in excess is just incorrect but God can forgive you and God can save you yes I was gonna actually add on to to what we were saying about the access sorry <laughs> if you guys heard like a loud like squeak it was me um but a loud uh a loud a lot of access of gluttony of what this is and I feel like sometimes the fact that we want more and more and more is because eventually you're just addicted to it and you don't even know like you just just keep wanting and wanting and wanting and the actual definition of gluttony is the habit of, of being greedy like you just keep wanting and wanting and wanting or the axis of eating and a lot of people know gluttony because of eating but gluttony can be used of having an axis of everything like that how danny was saying but when you have a bunch of gluttony and you and you become like addictive to whatever you were trying to, um, whatever, whatever it is, a gluttony of whatever. Um, I want to read you the verse of Psalms 107, 10 through 16. Psalms 107, 10 through 16. Let me pull it up right now. Hold on. Psalm 107, 16. And it says, he breaks down their bro their bronze gates and he shatters their iron bars. Some people become fools and turned against God and they are suffered for the evil that they did. They become so sick that they refuse to eat. So they almost died. And then it continues on. It says on 19, they were in trouble. So they called to the Lord for help and he saved them from their troubles. So what, what we're do if we're, we have a bunch of gluttony is literally just go to jesus because god gives us fulfillment and a lot of the world wants fulfillment a lot of the world like when you when you talk to people from the world and they don't know christ they're always trying to find something to fill their heart they're always trying to find something to find and this is where gluttony comes because they get and they get and they get and they get and they get but they're not fully satisfied you're never fully satisfied so in order to be satisfied is to come to the lord and and be um w filled by the holy spirit i i love this topic so much because it's so honestly it just has to take a little bit of us for us to try and then it's like okay now i really like it now i can't get enough of it just like we were talking about food like it's it's tasteful it's enjoyable it's always all the time uh so much more convenient oh that's a good one bro, food is good bro it is food is live it really is and <laughs> I, t I was telling them like it shouldn't be right? it shouldn't be yeah it should not be i think it's like the last time i was thinking i was like i was like wow like imagine if a salad would just take like would taste like hot cheetos with limon bro catch me eating like salads all the time but obviously salad like salads and all the healthy foods are gonna have like its freshness taste because you know it's it's gonna be good for you at the end of the day and many of the times that's what these like uh 
these uh, like distractions can happen in our lives where they're not always going to be fun. They're not always going to be good. But is it going to make us grow and make us create good habits? Yes, it definitely will be. And I think this sometimes majority of the time these uh, gluttony things happen because it's a cycle. Like, for example, I might be... I might be going through like a phase of, you know, just being on my phone, like constantly, constantly, constantly. But who knows how much how much influence like it could be within my family or how much it could do with like the people I surround myself with. So it's it's very important to think about and also like recognize who we're who we're like being surrounded with, because maybe this is not even a habit that we have created on our own, but that people have created for us in a way. And it's so important because. This is something that it's, it, it like we said, it starts little by little. And then it's something that we have to, like, actually seek for help in the long run to make sure that, okay, now I have to officially, officially get over it. And these things can take us to the point where... Um, where we're gonna just gonna have to like rely on the Lord's hand, which is the point we we always want to be at, but not to the point where we have to fall and then actually grab the Lord's hand, because everything that the Lord you know has for us, it's for the good. And many of the things, oh, this is another another point that many of the things that are given to us or many of the habits could be good, but we use it for the wrong. So, and this is where like gluttony can come in as well with our with our vicious like uh, desires, our vicious like um um what is it like the things that we enjoy like we enjoy to do and whenever we think about this we have to like acknowledge like okay why why am i doing this or what is it gonna take me what is it what's gonna be the end result of it because if we discipline ourselves for something good the end result is gonna be good but sometimes we get so caught up in a cycle of you know we never even pay attention to it and we only find out until we're like to the breaking point and that's what the lord doesn't want us to do the lord does has not called us to get to the breaking point for you to actually learn your lesson i think once we know uh that it's gonna come with a consequence at the end that's when we should wake up and be like okay lord help me out with this and god is so god is so good like if if you literally just pray to him like he listens to you and he helps you like if for example you're going through a time of like um anxiety or a time of you know just overthinking or you know like stuck in actually doing like a bad habit if you like speak to god and be like god i don't understand what what i'm doing like please guide me help me and you you automatically feel like a, a sense of peace you automatically feel a relief you automatically want to change because number one it's it's something that you know your your spirit at the end of the day is not comfortable with because your soul fine it can be comfortable with it but your spirit will be the one saying like hey this is not this is not for you this is not for you um, I love the fact that you that you said that because um, let me give you like a demonstration. Uh, you know how we were talking about like gluttony, always wanting food, and whenever like you're bored or whenever like you just want to because of the cycle. And um, something my mom always taught me, she was like, "Oh, if you ever find yourself wanting to like have food or like wanting to have like a snack just because, drink water, water. drink water or milk." Yeah. That's what she always says. And what do you do when you actually do it? I, I've caught myself like, oh, getting like a, I don't know, like a maruchan or like a <laughs> bowl of chips. I'm like, you know what? Let me not do that. Let me drink water or let me drink milk. And what what do you feel afterwards? You feel refreshed. You feel you feel good. You feel satisfied after that. You feel no longer like having this like, uh, you know, like I ate food like right after I ate any milk. Like you feel disgusting. But instead, you drink water or milk. You feel refreshed. You feel fine. You feel at peace you feel satisfied so that's like a little comment 
I love that you actually said that because what does water and milk mean in the Bible? Exactly. It's yeah, it literally is fulfillment. Yeah. And and how do how do you find fulfillment? It's in the word. That what signifies you being refreshed. So literally a wanting something or craving something it it was it was that it's because you're thirsty it's because like i said everyone wants fulfillment but they don't know where and jesus is the place and i love the fact that kathy actually mentioned that sometimes it's not even us wanting but it's the people around us or what we're surrounded by is leading us to think that we want like if we're not doing like nothing we think we want this because we're just simply bored or if we're surrounded by whatever um whatever we're surrounded by we're gonna do whatever it is we're surrounded by and one crazy story is that whenever whenever something's mentioned or like having a bad crowd like i always go to the story of the story of legion because it's just super super true like this story of legion we 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 hear it and we think of like oh yeah like jesus uh jesus um cleaned the this guy that that was fully fully possessed that was chained and uh, he lived in a cave and um, all the spirits of, of this guy came out and they went into pigs and the pigs drowned. The 2,000 pigs drowned. But the fact that the details I want to I wanna uh, portray here, focus here on is that one, he was chained. And every time they were trying to chain him, they it, it, um, it, he couldn't be maintained because of the access of darkness that he, that he had, gluttony. And then also where was he in the first place he was in a cave full with dead people and what does that mean that you don't think it matters what what you're surrounded by it does matter because where was this possessive guy in the first place he was surrounded by darkness but until we come here and surrender to the lord is when we can actually be free and i know we say this a lot it's just like oh come to jesus come to jesus but it's because it's the truth and Jesus, and it says in the Bible that Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Because it's true. That's the only way out. And the crazy part is that this guy, he recognized Jesus from afar. Like, say, from a mountain to another mountain. Like, he recognized him from afar. From afar, I mean. And he ran to him, and he bowed down to him. And the fact that evil spirits bowed down to Jesus, and then... And then the crazy part, uh, Jesus was like, um, you spirits get out, meaning that we have to recognize the dirtiness in us. And then when we recognize, we bow down to Jesus and then we can be liberated from whatever was trying to bring us back. If we don't recognize it, then we cannot be liberated. And it was crazy because the the um, the pastor, I forgot his name, he came during a preaching, he came for like a five days for evangelismo, and he said it, that whenever someone's trying to liberate someone, is that in order for someone to be liberated, they have to recognize that they want to be liberated and what they have in order to be liberated. Yeah. You know you know what's crazy? This, this what you just said, reminded me, of the story of Israel and the reason why I want to take us is because you know Israel has been taken out of Egypt he's been taken out of everything and you know they're eating um, just because we're talking about gluttony right and everything yeah. uh, but of course this whole thing is about gluttony <laughs> and it's crazy how God sends them manna right oh. and, and just I just checked it out because honestly we kind of tend to forget this but he sends them manna right and he sends them tons of manna right but what happens to the what happened to the people that kept the mana for the next day. 
Do you don't remember the story? Yeah, it's the I Bible. don't. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the, the, he God came and told them. He says, "Do not keep any bread for tomorrow, because I will provide daily." And it says that some people kept the bread for tomorrow, and when they, you know, uncovered it to eat it during the night, it would be full of worms. Oh so, my goodness! So he specifically didn't let them eat and overeat of the mana of 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 of, the, of, of, of him that he would give, and I love that so much because he knows us. And he, like for example, with bread actually doesn't throw out any worms. It would just get stale and it would get nasty. But this bread, he knew that his people were gluttons. So he said, in order for an exercise, for you to understand that I will provide daily for you, is that even if you keep bread for tomorrow, it won't work anymore. You won't want to eat it. And it's crazy because he, he, they understood this, right? So they started eating daily and daily and daily and daily. And honestly, if you guys don't know uh, how God gave um, the Israelites um uh, mana, it's crazy because he didn't give like bread, it was little seeds of coliander. Read it, it's awesome, anyways. Uh, uh, anyway, so then they, he was either eating, they're eating, they're eating, and then what's the first thing they, they get tired of? Too much bread, yeah. <laughs> the, and they were craving meat, and you know, had. and you know, it's great, yeah, right. And they were said, What do you guys want? Oh, we want flesh. We want, we want, flesh is crazy, right? Because there's not, there's, there's not, there's not the snow society, right? I guess you know what I mean? Watch it. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to Netflix, right? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Anyway, so anyways, uh, uh, so it was, it was crazy how they said they wanted me and they missed the things of Egypt. And it's crazy because that's what happens to a glutton, right? You're just never satisfied with what you have. You will always want more. Always want more and always want more. Always want more. And honestly, God gets mad at them, right? And he goes, oh, you want you want, you want, want meat? He sends them so much meat, they end up throwing up from yeah. all the meat that they throw that, 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 that God sends them. And he sends them meat through uh, crows, right? Yeah. So if, you guys read, if you guys read the story, it's crazy, right? Cause, mm-hmm. Because God goes, oh, you want to be glands? Okay, sounds good. Here, I'm going to show you what being glands is, and I'm going to shove so much food down your throat, you guys are not, never going to want meat again. again. Yeah. And if you guys notice, what happens when you throw up a food? You kind of never want to eat it again, right? You get empachado, right? You yeah. like, like uh, I don't know. For me, it's like a pistachio ice cream. Like, mm. I, I, it's good, right? But for me, I had three scoops one time. Excuse me, threw it, threw it up. Never again, right? Like that's it. <laughs> yeah. So, so for me, like pistachio ice cream, like yeah, I'll eat it, but it's not like a yeah, let's go get it, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, God, God works like this way, and and I love how He does this. And if you notice, like, He understands that His people fail to understand that we're all gluttons and yet he gives us this beautiful word of, of, of you know saying hey you know let me let me provide daily and if you guys notice i had a verse here that that i wanted to share as well just 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 to just to kind of like tie all this together john six twenty seven it says but earthly food spoils and ruins so don't work on that kind of food listen to what kind of food he wants us to work on but work on the food that gets the that stays good and gives you eternal life the son of man will give you that food he is the only one qualified by god the Father to give it to you. So in reality, guys, the only thing that we should be hungry for is Jesus Christ, right? Because I feel like, I feel like um, this is kind of a little bit weird to understand, but if you guys understand this, I think I think you guys can just kind of switch your mind mind up. God is our master. Jesus is our master, and just like. 
for example just just hear me out because i i, I want to make like an example but i don't want you guys to take it bad so i hope you guys understand like for example just like when we have pets and we don't tell them you don't get your food out of the pantry and whenever you like you don't do that why because they don't know how to limit themselves right same thing happens with god like god has to feed us and what happens what happens when god wants to feed us like like what happens when a dog needs to eat like he comes and goes you know, no, he goes like, he follows you yeah, he goes everywhere, and you know, you know, it's he's hungry. Like it's the same thing with God. Like the dog is not looking for the food, but the God, the dog is looking for the master, and that's what we should be doing. We shouldn't be looking for the food, but instead, we should be looking for the master because he is the only one qualified. Uh, I just want to read a verse real quick to back you up is uh, Romans 8.26. It says, also the spirit helps us. We are very weak, but the spirit helps us with our weaknesses. We don't know how to pray as we should, but the spirit himself speak to God for us. He begs God for us, speaking with him with the feelings too deep for words. So what I want to see here is that what I want to pull out here, I mean, is that we are simply just weak. Uh, just <laughs> yeah but i like the fact that danny was just like oh we look for the master so we should look for jesus why we should look for jesus because when we're weak the spirit is strong and it takes away our weaknesses you can go ahead i love that this whole um this whole thing is like correlating back to um uh how oh man i just had it in my head and <laughs> you forgot it? Oh my yeah God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no but like the important part of really like seeking for the lord is so important because whenever you're i think it's very different to be motivated than to be disciplined because disciplined you're like okay i even if it's 10 minutes i'm gonna do it you constantly do it every single day and that and you know constantly okay 10 minutes turned into 15 minutes and when you read the word it is going to fill you it fill you to the point that if even if you stop one day you're gonna be like uh this feels weird i was talking to uh one of the youth girls because she goes to the gym and she told me that she had stopped going to the gym for three months because of inauguration uh proclama and everything right and so um i was talking to her and she told me like i went and it felt so weird going back she's like i felt like i lost all my strength because she used she told me how much she played uh how much she played it how do you say the term like plated plate whatever um how much weight she used to carry or like lift whatever and she said that she went back after the three months to go try and it was so difficult for her she was like it just feels like i went back to square one and i was like thinking about it and i was like dude that's literally how that's how it is in the spiritual life like you you stop once okay next day i'm gonna you know do the same thing because it was you know it was fun whatever it was fun to have a rest day and and that is that is what gluttony likes to do to us. It lo- it slowly likes to drain us into not being disciplined and not um doing the extra mile, not doing the things that is good. And many of the times we think that rest we're gonna find it in just like sleeping. And I'm not saying that no, you're not allowed to sleep or no, you're not watch the, you're not allowed to like do fun stuff so you can relax a little bit. It's good to unwind, but many of the times we confuse resting to always just sleeping, and then we end up doing nothing. And the rest that the Lord always talks about is resting in Him, resting in Him as and like okay i'm gonna take this time to actually you know spend some time with you because you read the bible you you open you read your the word and it says um peace and then love and etc 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 and you slowly just start to get disciplined over that so there's a difference in all the in all the bad habits and how we can say no to those close the door to those and actually say okay god i'm gonna come to you but because i want to find rest in you and because in that rest i know you are going to give me which is something important <laughs> 
you know the story i've just thought of um is right now samuel when the first time that the lord was speaking to him samuel was resting but where was he resting he laid out a bend in the temple of the lord next to the ark saying that oh he wasn't just like uh resting just for the fun of it he's not gonna sleep but he was resting in the presence of the lord and when this happened god called out to him and when god called out um samuel didn't recognize him right away it took him three times to learn the voice of the father but when you learn you have to learn the voice of the father in his presence and the and the cool thing about what kathy was just saying that when you rest in the lord you now hear the voice of God. And how many times is that when we're in gluttony, where we're chained and we're trying to look for fulfillment, we're looking for fulfillment and everywhere else. And God is right there knocking on your door like, hey, 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 I'm here. Hey, I'm here. And uh, we were saying it in the last podcast that God is a gentleman. He waits for you to respond to him in the same way that it happened in the story of Samuel, that God called out Samuel, Samuel, Samuel three times and then on the fourth time uh, God called out Samuel and then Samuel was just like yes Lord I'm your servant I uh, I'm listening and then God spoke to him and gave him that warning of Eli and and his family but what I want to see here is that when we recognize the Lord when we humble ourselves and let go of all that gluttony and find fulfillment in the Lord then we can hear the, the Lord's voice and we can recognize who he is I know you wanted to say no oh, yeah Okay, guys, we have reached our end of uh, gluttony. I, I I told you guys uh, it was a little bit uh, short today, but guys, God bless you guys. Like always, thank you guys for hearing us out. Thank you guys for choosing uh, the encounter. And honestly, guys, I just wanted to tell you guys that if you are struggling with gluttony, please just reach out to somebody, reach out to a leader, reach out to your friend, uh, not to your friends, to your parents. Uh, yeah, don't don't reach out to your friends. But anyways, <laughs> uh, with all yeah don't, yeah you don't reach out to your friends right? Like yeah, you can't no. take that. Anyways, mm-hmm. but you know reach out to an adult so they can help you out. And honestly, I don't think it's nothing to be shameful, shame yeah shame shame yeah nothing to be ashamed shamed about. It's more something just to get help about to to win about of it whatever, uh, yeah whatever you know what I'm saying. God bless you guys. I'll see you guys next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs>